mixed personalities, yeah, that made the most bread. Like, so how much would you say? Like, what's the biggest amount of like? We gonna talk numbers, huh? You're still eating off that song. This the technical shit that the the producers that be making beats. It ain't in your mind. <laughs> coming at your neck. It's a lot of niggas that wanna say this shit, and y'all boys be scared. If you ain't got that motion yet, just know I'm saying this to the camera. I'm saying to the young one. You ain't gonna have no girl. You ain't gonna have nowhere to live. You ain't gonna have. You might have a car if your mama didn't give it to you. All right, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today we got C Clip. You already know C Clip beats, man. You already know, man. Alchemist, mastermind, beat battalion, C Clip, the king, all that. You know what I'm saying? We had bro in here what, like three, what three years ago? Before I was even on here. Yeah, yeah, I was. I, I was on here. Yeah, that was three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we definitely had to bring Brad back. Brad hit us up, and we got a lot of like stuff to talk about. I feel like these interviews are necessary because a lot of times we interview the producer before they get the big records, or right when they get the big records. But then you know we don't never update like, okay, what happened next? So this is one of those what happened next interviews type of things. And then we also got Mimi from Producer Culture. That's all you gotta say. That's rude. I'm tired today, y'all. I'm tired. Hey, but before we get into the interview though, ask Mimi what her producer name is though. It's spoiled, Brad. That's some real shit. That's hard. I don't listen. I can't go against nobody saying what their name is. You made your tag it. That shit hard. My tag gonna say, "Ooh, she's so spoiled." Like that shit hard. Come on now. (laughs) So who who gonna say in future? That would be fire. We gonna work on that though. We gonna see what we could do. But let's go ahead and get into the credits real quick. So we, of course, we got Kodak Black. We got transporting. Mixed personalities with YNW Melly. We got Roddy Rich, the bottom ammunition, Skrilla. Uh, side niggas, I gave it all I got. Loyal, I mean, let's go on and on. How many songs do you say you got with Kodak Black in total? That's a lot. I think we got, we did eight albums together. So I guess just, you know, and we did a lot of stuff that wasn't on albums because he liked to drop on YouTube just randomly, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's it's a lot, you know, that's who I was with. So that's, that's a lot. It's just a lot of songs. And you got like your own records with like Roddy Rich and featuring with like other yeah, artists too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got I had a song with two 2019 on my my uh my CD rapping beats. It was uh we did with Roddy Rich. We was in LA. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Linked up. Really, we was linking because of they on Atlantic. They on the same same label as, mm-hmm. as each other. Well, they was because he ain't on Atlantic no more. But they was. Yeah, that's how we linked. And um, we met in LA and. We made a bunch. Some of the records ain't even come out. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that was, that was cool though. He, I like him though. He record, he record different. How y'all feel about like producer projects, like Metro Project? One through I 10. mean, are you saying his project? Yeah, or are right. you saying producers doing that type of stuff? Well, yeah, I guess it's two questions. So how you feel about them, like producer projects overall? So like releasing their own. I, like I said in the last one, like that's what I feel like producers should do. They should be putting out their own music. And featuring the artists, that way we can get some plan. We can get some leveling playing field with the with the getting paid part. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. a lot of producers they get the lower end of the stick. You know what I'm saying? And the artists always have the, like the big advance, and you know they always have the most support because they in the front. Mm-hmm. So why not put us in the front? Put the artists with us. Like we're not you know behind us, but on the same we like on the same level. So I, I agree with it. I think all producers should do that. So Metro album one through ten. Let me ask you first, cause you got the merch on. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> it's definitely a ten for me though. I think he definitely set a standard for producer albums for sure. That was different. The rollout from like the rollout and everything. His rollout was better than some artists' rollout. And then the fact that he's still right. promoting, like a lot of artists when they drop, it'll be like, all right, they post maybe like one, two, three times then that's it but he's still going like he did like a release party in like what like four different cities like that's hard so I ain't gonna lie to you bro I ain't hear it you know what I'm saying oh, for sure, for sure. I ain't hear it but, but you know what if when I do hear it though <clears throat> I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna say like what it was but honestly I'm gonna give it a 10 even if I ain't hear it cause I just feel like him doing that already kinda just set the barrier like all producers should be doing that so even if the song, whatever they sound like, I'm just glad somebody putting out their own music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I said, put out your own music. That's a 10 right there. 
You know what I mean? Because he could have just waited until somebody say, oh, we got a placement for you. And he ain't doing that. So that's a 10 right there. I give him a 10 for just putting it out. Hey, I was watching on DJ Academics interview, and it was with Hit Boy. And Hit Boy was talking about, what's the song with Nipsey and Roddy? Um, um, you talking about the one he did before he died, right? Yeah, I forget what the song called. It's Nipsey. It's the only one. It's Nipsey Hustle and Roddy Rich. No, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about he was saying how that's his, that was his song first. Like, it was his song with Roddy Rich that he was going to put out first. Yeah. And then he played it for Nipsey, and Nipsey said, I wanted the song. So he gave it a, yeah, racks, racks in the middle. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah, racks in the middle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, feel, I feel like most producers should, like, put out their own type of projects type. Like, Wheezy, Long Overdue. Turbo, long Man, overdue. Everybody, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, not even just some, everybody. Even if you're on a lower scale, everybody should do it because it'll put you more, like I said, in the front and more about you. Like, you could present your brand a lot better if you're doing all the beats. I feel like the hardest thing, though, with it is, like, getting all the records clear. Like, how did you get your <laughs> records clear with the ones you put out? I mean, yeah, you. I ain't going to lie. We, I, had a, I had a record with uh, Melly that they ain't clear it, mm. but they end up putting it out on one of his later projects. So sometimes they might want to use it for their own project, so they might not clear it. But either way, like, all you got to do really is just hit the artist up. Hey, tell your label I want to put this out. Let them know, it, like, is it straight? You know what I'm saying? They'll let you know if it's straight or not through him. Put it out. If they say no, scratch it. You know what I'm saying? You got to still try. Like, behind the scenes, how many records would you say be getting cut, like, behind the scenes? Because we know, like, we talk a lot of times in the community how, like, sample makers, sometimes they be fucking up business and shit don't get clear. But, like, what's other red flags that could not get a song clear to drop? Maybe they don't like you. I don't know. That's it. (laughs) That come into play. Sometimes they be like, nah, nigga, I don't fuck with you like that. But, I mean, that's really the only three is sample. Nigga don't like you. Or they want to use it themselves, and they want they want to put it out. I be feeling bad when a nigga be like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna use this song for this album. I'm gonna save it for the next album." Nah, that's straight. I mean, like I but said, it's like, like a ring around the rosy, bro. Like, yeah. it's really like however, if, however the chips fall, let it be that. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. all that trying to be mad about it. I just feel like you should just move on. You tried, it didn't work. It did work. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because if you put too much weight on it, then you ain't going to want to do the rest of the songs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'll just look at it like, man, fuck it. I'm finna try to put all these bitches out. Finna hit everybody up. Either they fuck with it or want to do it or they don't. So before we get into like, I got this, I got this like. What you finna ask me some <laughs> controversial shit? I was going like, to ask you about living off the one placement thing. How you can really live off one placement. I heard previous people that came on y'all podcast that said, you know, that you need it. Really, it was a, uh, it was Sunny Digital, which I I respect Sunny Digital. I fuck with you, bro. I ain't trying to, but I just want to let you know it is a different. It's two sides to this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you could get into a situation where you need more and more placements because they gave you money up front or whatever. But if you never signed anything, you never signed your publishing, you never signed to nobody. It's a lot of ways you could get paid off one song if you just wait for the money. You see what I'm saying? And that's what I was going <clears> to <throat> talk about with my ebook, because the ebook that I'm trying to um, promote on this, what I was telling you about, I'm teaching them how to go to other other ways to get money off of publishing royalties, even the royalties like on BMI ASCAP, like how to just start it. Because some niggas just be signing up and don't really know what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? But even that the that the BMI ASCAP, the YouTube, the radio, the Spotify, the Apple, pretty much anywhere where you supposed to sell music at, it's ways you could get money off of that from publishing. If you didn't sign anything, you own your own publishing, you got the right percentage, it's fifty percent or whatever you agreed to, you could get paid off of that song five, four, four or five ways. You see what I'm saying? And a lot of niggas don't know that, but that's a different side of it. If And then it take a while because sometimes you might have to wait a year to get the check. I feel like, like niggas know. They just don't really know, like, how. So, like, let's break it down. Like, what's the biggest? Is mixed personalities, like, the biggest record, you say? 
transporting the big transporting, transporting the uh the biggest but mixed personalities, yeah, that made the most bread. Like so how much would you say? Like what's the biggest amount of like we gonna talk numbers, huh? Yeah, let's get to it though. Break it down. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to figure out how to gauge this the way they can understand. Like, okay, mixed personalities got like 160, 161 million views on YouTube, right? Mm. That's just YouTube, right? So you got Spotify, Apple. Then it was on the radio. You feel me? That's also money. You see what I'm saying? Niggas performing your shit on stage is money. Let's say it took you like eight months to get a hundred million, right? How much you think that's worth? If you was to not sign nothing, don't sign a publishing deal, don't sign nothing, you got all your percentages, your royalties to go to you. On YouTube, right? No, we 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 using YouTube as a catapult to say this how much it would be if like like if you got a hundred million on YouTube, that means on Spotify and all that other shit, you got a bunch of a bunch of streaming. Like you got a bunch of streaming of you. I, I don't really know. I, I definitely know it's like it's six figures for sure, like over six. Yeah, figures. it's definitely six yeah. figures. But it's just like, how long you think you can survive off of six figures if you get in that every year after you put it out? I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> if you getting a hundred k off a a song every year, let's just say a hundred k, how long you think you can survive off of that? It depends on how you budget your money and what you invest in. That's true. That's true. But. Let's say you just had a modest lifestyle. You 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 ain't really doing too much. You ain't buying nothing crazy. Can you survive though? That's what I'm saying. Or is it, man, I ain't got enough, man. I can't eat. I gotta do another song. I need five other songs like this. Are you think you thinking like that? Or are you thinking like, oh, I can survive off this, I can eat off this. I need more money, but a hundred K, but I could buy McDonald's. I mean, I'm in, I'm more in a, like a business mindset, so yeah. I'll definitely take the money and like you know invest it, flip it. In. But I'm saying, can you survive off of it? Because that's your question. Your question was technically how long can you survive off one song that did a bunch of views off of mixed personalities? Like you're still eating off that song, yeah. like big time eating off the song. Yeah, and that was four years ago, and that's one song. Mm-hmm. Now I don't you know, register all the songs that I did. You know what I'm saying? So all together, you know, it come up to a number that's whatever. I can't, I don't even know. But it's just, I know off this one song, I can survive off of it. So there was no publishing deal, no nothing. It was, you nah. had your split and got it registered and stuff. All right. All right, so kind of like break down the process for producers who don't know, like collecting your publishing like, I know producers know about BMI, ASCAP, but then you got shit like Sound Exchange niggas don't know about. I was going to break down the steps that I had. It was really 10 steps. Oh, so you already got to listen to everything? Yeah, I yeah, had it Yeah, that nigga prepared today, yo. <laughs> what you talking about? No, because listen, I had, I'm, I, I'm, I'm putting the shit together. Like, it's a real book. Like, uh-huh. I don't have a video with me explaining it as well as you can read it. You feel me? Because I like to, you know, think intelligently when I be doing shit, so... Do a song, first of all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do a song. Let's say you do a song, and the artist say, I want to put the song out. Now you got to ask him for a contract, or he going to give you one. Most of the time, they going to give you one, because a lot of them niggas be signed. You feel me? The label going to give you a contract. In the contract, you got to ask for certain things. Sometimes they say it. Sometimes they don't. Now you got to ask them for a licensing fee. You feel me? They got to buy the beat from you. You feel me? That's your first check. It should be. You feel me? Even if you gave it to him for free, he's finna put it out now. You feel me? It was free when y'all was in the studio smoking, drinking. You feel me? Now he finna put it out. He gave you the contract. The song finna come out. Okay, bam. I need a, I, you need to pay me for the beat. The lowest you could go is 2500 That's what they told me from Atlantic Records. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if that's true, but... I wouldn't go no lower than 2500 That's not true. So you could go lower. Yeah. Don't go lower. I wouldn't. I yeah, mean, that's how I'm it, saying. It's different for every producer because, like, you can't be a new producer with no placements. No, nah, they said that, that's like, what it was. It was twenty five. I was okay. new. I ain't had no song. Okay. I mean, maybe it's different labels because you might be, it might be another label that say, hey, we ain't giving you shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know that. I feel like it depends on the artist and the label. Just from from me trying to give advice, I would say, 
don't lowball yourself. You feel me? Because <laughs> they sure. they finna own your shit. They asking for the uh the master when they finna put it out. Because the person that put it out on the master, you feel me? You giving up your mastering when they asking you for splits and shit like that. Or saying, like, we own it now and all that. So you need to tell them to pay for that. So don't lowball it. You can say whatever price you want, but me, I wouldn't go below 2000 Then, what I, like you said, the, um, the, the sound exchange. A lot of people don't put that in there. If, they, if it ain't in the contract, ask for that. That's like radio money, you feel me? You talking about the letter of direction? Yeah, they, so you they give you a um a letter of direction where they where y'all split up what percentage you gonna get. You take that letter of direction to a sound exchange, and you um you register it. Mm-hmm. It's like a tab you can you see it. It's a letter of direction. You click on it when you go to soundexchange.com, and you put in your shit first. You gotta have an account with them first, so y'all can't just put it in. You gotta set up an account first. Then when you set up an account, then you register the songs. When you get your letter of direction, you just submit it. You feel me? So ask for that if it ain't in there, and then try to get a high percentage on that. But I was finna talk about that. That's why I was that's why I was saying I was getting to that, but saying like the sound exchange shit, definitely get that, because that's your radio money, you feel me? All right, so you got BMIS, you got sound exchange. I know there's like like a whole bunch of other bowls to get, you know what I'm saying, your income. Right. I mean, and then, like I said, you got different, you got different sites. I'm going I'm to give one away. Song Trust. That's the know? admin publishing, right? I mean, they do like a split. They, they'll take a percentage off of it for mm-hmm. just finding it. I guess it's like a finder's fee, but I don't know if it's an admin deal. I, hear, I, I think they is. only do the songs that you submit. If you submit one song, they only going to do that one. Yeah, I hear a lot of producers, they say instead of doing like a publishing deal, do an admin publishing. An admin deal. Yeah. I mean. But song trust not technically like an admin deal. It's really like, like he said, like they just collect the publisher for you and then they just take yeah, like. Yeah, it's like song for song. Yeah. They take a little, you know, a little, a little percent. I think it's 20% or whatever. They take off the top mm-hmm. and you get the rest. But they found it for you. Mm-hmm. So you can, you can hook your, um, your YouTube up to that. And you could do the same thing you did on the uh on the BMI. Just register the song, put in the information. What is the song uh name? What you know when it came out? Your your percentage that they gave you, which should be fifty percent. But some niggas got other producers on the shit and all that. So whatever y'all agreed to, your percentage is. Just remember that's what you're gonna be getting. That's the percentage you're gonna get from publishing and your royalties. They they both the same. So if you got, they say you got 25%, that's 25 twice. So you get 25 for royalties and 25 for publishing. You understand what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. niggas will try to finesse you out of the pub. For real, like, they, for real, you would, like, listen, you will register your song on BMI a certain way and you will come back and be different. True. Yeah, they could go in and change your shit. It's not that they could go in and change it. They it's own like the master. The they can put in their version, and if anybody's versions like overlap each other, then right. y'all have to go through that dispute. But they can't like go in and change what you put. Like they could enter it on their own. So like they right. enter in their own version, you enter your own version, and if y'all don't match up, then it goes to a overlap and dispute. That shit, wow. You know what I'm saying? So I got so many questions because it's like I be hearing a whole lot of like different stories. Like I know some producers be like, you don't have to like if you get a song place, you don't have to register it yourself on being my ass cap. But then it's like producers that be like, yeah, I registered the song myself. Like, do you do that? I, I register all my songs. You register my, all your songs on being my ass cap. Now, if you got right. some, like you said, an admin, that's why I don't agree with the admin. I don't fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? But if you fuck with it, it's really like. Like, bro, listen, if you get that, you might as well just go get a publisher deal, bro. Because they scamming you. Like, yo, you you wanted me to give, what they asking you for is your information to the account. So they gonna gonna put it in for you. But you trusting somebody with your bread, you feel me? I want to see all the money myself. I want to put in the songs myself. I want to see what changed on it myself. And they send me 
what I made myself and I can get the money directly to my account. I don't got to go ask nobody like, yo, did my check come yet and nah, all this shit. Like, I ain't gonna lie, I feel like I'm in that class or shit. Nah, I mean, bro, this the, this the technical shit that the, the producers that be making beats, it ain't in your mind because you trying to make this music, you trying to get on, you know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't thinking about no stupid shit like that. It ain't stupid, but it's like, why are you thinking about that while you making music? Mm. So this some shit I learned after I come back. Really, it come from when you, when I got a hit song, bro. That shit was different. Like it just it it's, it was different. Like I had to go back and study. Like what the fuck going on? Like I was lost. Like I'm like damn. So you like, went and got from mixed personalities and like transporting. That was all you. You went and got all your money, or did you have like? Nah, it was it was all me. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I'm with I was with Sniper Gang. So mm -hmm. it was me, Sniper Gang. But I'm like, a lot of the shit I had to go back and learn myself because I ain't had no nobody to tell me, you feel me? So I'm like, yo, I gotta go back and learn. Cause this the shit was it's too much. Like when the song is big like that. Like it was niggas calling me, bro. I didn't even know how they got my number. They was like, yo. Yo, you the producer for uh, mixed personalities? I'm like, yeah. Oh man, we want to sign you, man. We got we got this amount of money. For, we got two hundred thousand for you right now. What's up? What you gonna do? I'm like, what? How the fuck you get my number? You know what I'm saying? And I used to tell people like, yo, this niggas offering me money and shit. Like, I don't know what the fuck going on. Like, I gotta go back and see what the fuck going. What is what is the song worth? Cause you, cause people coming at you like they looking at it like, boy, you worth a million, but we need that. I forgot, someone came on here and said it was like, whatever a label offers you, that's not your worth. Like, let's say a label offers you like 100000 that means they know they could recoup 100000 off you, so you worth more than that. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm going to say like Glorilla, like, she, they said that she got 500 k or whatever. That that sound like what she worth, though. That sound right to me. It sound like that's what, what the songs that she putting out would be worth. To me, maybe not that. Maybe they'll make more off the Cardi B song, whatever. But as far as like just a song that just she, they know she'll put out that's gonna do all right. That sound right to me. Do you think like most producers waste money from their placement? You say when they get the money. Yeah, when they get the money. Like, what's good ways to not waste the money? I waste a lot of money. I bought you know cars, you know twenty six inch rims and gold and jewelry, all that shit. So I can't. I don't know if I could speak, but I mean, if I was to say the past, like you said, I think they should invest the money into this shit. That's what I would do. That's what I'm doing now. I mean, I'm trying to invest into equipment, learning about um what do you 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 ain't got. You know what I'm saying? Cause some producers, when they get the money, they think, "Oh yeah, bitch, I don't need, I need, I need to, I don't need to change nothing." You know what I mean? And that's why I was telling you before the cameras come on, that ain't good, bro. Cause that's gonna make you fall off. It's mm. always good to say, you know what? Now that I got this money, man, I'm finna go buy a better computer than this. I'm finna get better. I'm finna get a better keyboard than this. Like, I see a lot of niggas, bro. When I was in Miami, bro, just. Cause I'm from down there, but when I was there, it was a lot of producers with old ass computers, with old ass sounds, doing beats that they was doing from five years ago. <laughs> because they don't, they feel like whatever song they made that was good, it shouldn't change nothing. You know what I'm saying? And that ain't that. That's what I don't fuck with. It's like when you get the money, bro, buy more shit. You know what I'm saying? Buy buy into shit. Buy for promotion. Buy for advertising. Buy. Like, buy your way into more music shit, you know what I'm saying? And probably stay away from staying the same and spending money on shit that don't got nothing to do with music. Like, if you got extra, then, yeah, buy your little chain, get you a little five car, but, or in a place to live or whatever, but don't fuck off with these hoes, don't be, you know what I'm saying? Stay away from shit that don't got nothing to do with the music. Just, if you're going to buy some shit, buy it, but no, you need to, you know you need another song. Like, you don't want them to sound the same. If you got that same old-ass computer and they like, bitch, that's the same computer you had three years ago, nigga. You got money. You still ain't. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how they used to talk to me. 
For real, bro. I do know a lot of producers that still got the same uh, bro, laptop they got for day money, one, bro. though. And they, they won't change, the bro. Computer, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. There's <laughs> a couple producers with the same laptop, but I think it's just like a remember where I came from type thing. Man. Or like a comfortability thing. Like yeah, you, know what I'm you could keep it, but your beats <laughs> gonna sound like that same. You know, you could tell. Like I'm like, yo, it's some producer. I'm like, damn, like, them niggas don't never switch it. I'm like, they got all this money. And it just seemed like they don't put the money into making it better. But hey, that's just my opinion, bro. Like, do what you want with your bread, but I'm just you ask me my opinion, that's my opinion. Like Um, I know we backtracking a little bit, but um I just wanna know, like, do you think in twenty twenty eight that you still gonna be making like a hundred K off mixed personalities? Hell nah. That's why um I'm doing all the shit I'm doing now. Like, honestly, like I done got smarter as the years went along because I used to I used to just not give a fuck about the money, really. Like, I used mm. to just spend it. And that's what I was trying to say, too, on the, um, when I had, I think I texted you that. And I'm like, now, like, nigga got to, like, because I got kids, you know what I'm saying? I got to make sure we got a house. Got to make sure you, you know, you paying the bills and, and uh, you know, everybody eating and all this shit. So now I'm, I got my hands all on to all type of shit, but produce, but producing wise, it's it's not as big as it used to be to me. Like I look at it like how you said it. Like I'm more like trying to be on the executive side. You know what I'm saying? Like more on the, trying to get young producers under me, like type of vibe. Like it's because I'm 34. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I look young, but I ain't, like, I'm getting older. So I'm like, for me to be still sitting at the computer, like, you know what I'm saying, on some shit at 40 and 50 years old, when I know I got more knowledge and more influence to do more, it just didn't, it wouldn't make sense to me. So I'm like, the way I'm making the money now, it's like, it's coming from all over the place. Because now I done got smart enough to, to do what you said, invest the money into different things. But again, if you got your base right, you know what I'm saying? Cause this that ain't the only song I got. But if you got your base right, you can survive off that shit for a long time. Not saying you should, cause you should grow into other shit. But I just want to make that clear: you can survive off that for a long time. Don't get discouraged now, cause cause the way you know other past. Um, guess y'all had it. It made the the young producers feel like um, a hit song ain't enough, bro. And that ain't good, bro. That ain't good. Like, that shit hurt me. For real. Because I'm like, damn, like, when I was growing up, bro, like, having a hit song was everything, bro. So you trying to tell me one ain't enough, two ain't enough, five ain't enough, ten ain't enough? Do you think they're saying it's not enough or do you think they're saying that, like, you shouldn't stop there? Like, you should keep going? I feel like they saying it ain't enough to live off of. They saying it ain't enough to buy a mansion or buy a Lambo or what they see the rappers buying and shit. They feel like it ain't enough to do that shit. And that shit hurt because I'm like, that's not how I came into this shit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even know I was going to have a hit song. I ain't know I was, I went number one two times. I didn't know that shit. I was coming into this shit thinking like, yo, me just having a record out is enough. I'm for real, bro. I come from small time. You know what I mean? So when I see niggas saying, oh, yeah, you need 10. Oh, 10 ain't enough. Oh, nah, you need 20. Nah, you need. It's like, so, okay, so if you're getting the money and you got 20 hit songs, what? why does it ain't enough? I don't understand. Like, are you, how are you getting the bread then? If I would have seen that as coming up, that shit would have made me feel like, man, I can't do this shit. The nigga said, I need five hit songs. You, bro, it's only 12 months in a year, bro. How many CDs a nigga put out this year? Drake and all these niggas. They probably put out one CD. It's only like 20 niggas that got songs that be in motion. You know what I'm saying? What's the odds, bro? It's only 16, 17 songs on a CD. How many times you think you gonna hit? I'm being real. Like, honestly, like, if you break down the math for this shit, it's a million people making beats, bro. 
It's a thousand placements. You got two, three songs on there. How many times you think you going to hit? A lot of the producers that is rich, I'm like, what's your advice to the people coming up? You, you want them to be, you want them to put in more work than you or you just want them to just do it? Because see me, I wouldn't tell no kid like, yeah, you can't be me. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing this shit long. You know what I'm saying? I, you ain't never going to get here, boy. You got to have 20 songs. You ain't going to be able to survive. You ain't going to have no money. <laughs> it's like, damn, like, bro, I just, I'm just, like, if you a young nigga coming, you just want to do this shit, man. Like, why you got to take it all the way to the top like that? That's, how, that's all I'm saying. Like, and it's just to answer your question, like, you don't need a, you don't need a hundred K off one song to, to, to want to do this shit or to pay bills. You feel me? But, hey, if you feel like you want to go for the gusto, you want to go straight to the top, you want to be doing beats for Drake, every Drake album and every hit song that come on the radio, then strive for it. But I'm just saying, bro, if you just love doing this shit and you want to do this shit, bro, it don't take much. It really don't. Mm. Hey, you could do it forever. You could do this forever, nigga. You ain't got to have a hit song to be doing this forever. Trust, like. You could survive off this shit forever, like, without all that shit. That's all I'm saying. That's the message of me saying on the ebook, and that's the message I've been trying to push, you know what I'm saying? Then that's just to answer her question, because I think what she was coming in, and if I'm not mistaken, what she was trying to say was, if it ain't, if you ain't got a big song, do you stop producing? Oh, no, that was definitely not my question. Because if you got a little song and you surviving off of it, isn't that the same? Or do you need a hundred K to um off one song to produce? No, definitely I'm definitely not saying that. So don't okay, come cool. me so in the just, comments. No, I'm just listen, just that. so just clarify me what you're saying. So you saying what you trying to say is like what do you what you asking? No, I was me, just asking, do you think that this, you said that you, you're you living off of one hit. So I was asking you, no. do you think that one hit is still going to make you as much money as it's making you now in 2028? No, it always going to depreciate, but I'm, it's always going to go down. Like, as the years go on, right. it's going to go down more and more and more. I was just trying to um, say, like, more on all the songs type of thing. But, I mean... Yeah, so my follow-up question to that was just going to be, like, how do you plan to continue to make money? But you already answered that. You said you're going to invest into young producers and right. yeah, yeah, release yeah. your ebook. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm just, like I said, even maybe open a studio or whatever. Like, it's more like on the uh, on the boss side, though. Like, it's not more so just um, even even putting together um executive producer uh, album. One of the things I wanted to ask next was most of your placements are really just you. No collabs and no loops. Any reason for that? I don't fuck with it, dog. It's like <laughs> some new school shit. For real. Like, that shit. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, if we cool and all, we in the yo, we doing our shit, and you my nigga, like, we could collab. Like, ain't nothing. But a lot of these niggas, you don't even know these niggas, bro. Like, y'all, they just hitting you up. Like, this is their business, like, to hit you up and say, can I get, or can I send you loops or some shit like that? Like, and I already told niggas on my Instagram, I don't take loops. I don't give a fuck what you did. Like, I don't want it. Because it, it don't matter. Like, it's about me and you collabing, like, as a whole. Like, is we really connecting? Or are you just trying to, like, make money off a nigga? Because that's a hustle, you know what I'm saying? It's niggas that sit up there all day and figure out who to hit up to, to send loops to. I don't knock nobody hustle. <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't knocking your hustle, but you ain't finna hustle me. So you can hustle other people, but I ain't. I don't need loops. Because like I said, the way I look at music is totally different. I don't make trap beats and shit. I really, I'm really intricate in sound, design, all type of shit. And I like real instruments. Half of these niggas that make loops can't even play an instrument. Send me an instrument. Send me you playing a trumpet. And I say, yeah, send me that. Like, you sending me loops of Simpson shit playing? I could do that myself, bro. Like, are you doing like some type of pattern that you done sent to 30 niggas 
Like, bro, I done, I made my beat sound as real as I can. I should be sending loops to niggas to be real. Like, the fuck? I don't want your loops, man. <laughs> coming at your neck. I know they gonna come, but this, this the real. It's a. But let me say this though. Let me say this though. It's a lot of niggas that want to say this shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all boys be scared because y'all feel like y'all gonna offend people that collab and do loop making and all that shit. And really, it's okay to say it ain't for me. It ain't for me. You know what I'm saying? Everybody ain't the same. So you could come for me if you fuck with that and you like that, but it ain't for me. So you don't feel like collabing sometimes makes better music? Like I said, it do if you if you really connect with the person, yeah. I feel like you more like a like relationship type of vibe. It's not really like, oh, he got something going on, I got something going on, or you know what I'm saying? Like it's not more like a business, like you feel me? It's more like a relationship, a vibe that, type of that thing. That too, and then like I said, I mean, they gonna come for me for this too, but I'm just, I'm looking at the camera. A lot of that shit don't be good, bro. I'm just keeping it real. It it don't be all that. Like out of the loops that you you've been getting, you have had somebody send you loops before. Am I correct? Am I? Yeah. Okay. How many times will you be like, damn, bro, this shit crazy. Like, this nigga the best loop maker I ever heard in my life. I'm not gonna count. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. It's sometimes, you feel me? There's some fire loop makers. Yeah, I, I feel like though. it feel like you Maybe. gotta find them. Like, not find them, but like it, it is some fire. It's a lot of fire like, guys. It's some out fire here. loop makers out mm-hmm. here, I'm not gonna lie. So the loop makers, do they send you like different sounds? Like they put sounds together and you just gotta like finish it, right? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be real with you, but I haven't used loops in a couple months. So, man, I ain't never used. But no, I ain't gonna say never. But I'm gonna say this, cause me, um, I got I got some records out with uh the guy that you know the dude that played the little guitar. Oh uh, yeah, I know you talking in about California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you talking about do the little, the videos with the rappers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like he said, he like stand beside him and they rap it live. Mm-hmm. Me and him go crazy. You know what I'm saying? We got five shit out. Like we did some. I did some shit with T Nine. That shit was hard. Me and him did that. Like we did some R and B shit because we was like he actually played the instruments. Like I said, if you sending me instrumentation, I like that. The lot of producers, I mean, a lot of the loop makers, they be sending me like the beat, and they want you to finish it. I could have did that myself. That's what I'm saying to you, cause you said why haven't I worked with nobody on the um on the songs that came out? When reality, I could say to myself, I could just save myself the headache of splitting my money up with somebody when I could do it myself. I, I can understand that, cause I want to get into the transporting record, so that got a that got a sample in it, right? Right. So like, kind of just talk about like how the business side went off of that. Like, how do you eat off a record when you got a big sample like that? Cause honestly, bro, I ain't really get no no big check off of that. You know what I'm saying? Because of the sample, you know, they wanted all the publishing uh. for one. Like it wasn't no negotiating with that. You know what I'm saying? And as far as your writing credit, writing music is um your royalties. That's how you get paid royalties. Is you get a writer's credit. They wanted some of that, <laughs> so I got like. I could see that being a big reason why I dig it like fuck collab. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that was a that was a that was a sample. You know what I'm saying? That was a sample. So that's that's different. You know, they choose whatever they want to give you. But as far as like the loop maker shit, when you split that, niggas might tell you like, nigga, you know that's my loop, nigga. I'm nigga. I want the whole thing. I think producer culture just posted a tweet of Turbo saying. You not fucking with the loops no more. Only playmakers, and you know we've been drying this loot shit out for like the last year. You feel me? gonna lie, we've been drying this shit out for the last year. I mean, it's it's like, bro, like everything run its course, bro. Like it's one of them yeah. things was too many niggas trying to jump into it, and they ain't got the right reasons. Like me personally, I don't use like every like I go to my email right now. And probably the first like twenty emails is probably niggas I don't know, but they just send me loops. But it's not like I'm gonna use them if I do happen to use them. Like I always just build relationships with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like you see what I'm saying? Like I'm just not finna use a random. You know what I mean? But, yeah, like it, it's a nigga that sent me. He sent me um 
he played a trumpet. He sent me some trumpet um loops and shit, and I fuck with it. I told him like I'm gonna fuck with it, and it was just a trumpet by itself, nothing else, just one sound. But I like that better because that way, like we, I give him half for that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But why would I give a nigga half that I'm knowing I could do that? But I could do that myself. Like I don't know how to play the trumpet. You see what I'm saying? Or the violin. So if a violinist send me some shit, I get him half. But do you get a nigga half that that did a part that you could have did? You know you could have did that shit? I don't know, bro. All the artists you built good relationships with ended up with huge uh, legal problems like Kodak, Jack Boy, <laughs> Y&W Melly. Yeah. So how have you managed to stay active when you put a lot of time into building these uh, relationships when they, you know, disappear? You saying when they, they when they in jail? Yeah. I mean, um... That's a good question. No, nah, it is, because I think he asked me this last time. He said, he asked me, how does this hurt, you know? And um, I said, I take I take the good with the bad with it. Like, we all from the hood, like, of Florida, you know what I mean? So when I fuck with an artist that be talking that gangster shit, you know, he talking about thugging and all that shit, you know what come with that, so... Either way, like, even if they innocent, you know, sometimes people just attack people that talk like that, you know what I mean? So when I'm going into it, I know, like, okay, whatever come with this shit, I'm with that shit. Like, like I said, I'll be, I'll be with that shit. So I wouldn't even do that type of music with niggas if I felt like I couldn't go on no more when they go to jail. What do you do when they do go to jail? Like, how are you staying active? You saying, like, just producing or yes. making money? Like, Cause making money for me is different in the, it's different for me than it is for if you want to say producing maybe, yeah, okay producing. I mean like I said, just keep going, keep making shit. You know, reaching out to new artists, trying to build new relationships, not to replace, but just to have something going while you, or even reach out to the person while they in jail and say, hey, I need help. You know what I mean? Like I need you to link me with somebody. You know. And they usually would do that. You know what I mean? So different ways, you know, you got to work around the person being incarcerated. You know, Free Melly, you know, he in a bad situation right now. You know, I wish him the best. I hope you make it out of, make it out of that because it's sticky. You know what I'm saying? But, um, and as far as that, me and him don't put out records with him in jail. So, and he also linked me with people while he's been in there. So that that's, to answer your question, you just got to know how to do that because a lot of niggas, like, he's, like I said, they don't know that these rappers be talking like that. So when the rapper go to jail, they like, shit, what I'm, what I'm supposed to do? But I'm like, nah, bro, you got you to gotta be in the fight. Like, keep working it. Like, almost like be like a, a A&R to the nigga, like. So did Kodak being locked up, did that hold you back at all? No, nah, that's it. Like I said, I just, I, I did the same thing I'm telling y'all. Like, we dropped songs when he was locked up. He linked, with, he linked me with people while he was locked up. And he made sure I had, he kept me busy. Made sure I had money in my pocket while, I'm locked, while he locked up, not me. While he locked up, he's making sure, like, when, we, when he just got out this last time, like, I was writing a nigga, like, every month. Every month we was writing each other. He write me back. I write him. I say, bro, what you think about this? I'm finna do this. And he would write back like, yeah, call dude. Dude gonna link you up with this person. Bam, get some money in your pocket right there. So we was doing it like that for the whole bid. You know what I'm saying? And he did two years. We also dropped a project together. You know what I'm saying? Well, two of them. So... I don't know how it worked for everybody else, bro. Hey, kind of talk about your relationship with Kodak because I was watching the first interview this morning that y'all did just to catch up with things and you started off the top. I think Dylan had asked you like uh, to talk about some placements with Kodak and you was like, it's not really a placement because we kind of like came up together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I mean, the placement thing, that come, I think that's some Atlanta shit. I mean, I, honestly, because yeah. a lot of the dudes in Atlanta used to be like, they'll like pal in a room like this, like in the studio, it'd be like 10, 20 of them niggas making beats and shit. Like, so that makes that. 
like where all the beats be going different ways, different artists jumping on shit. But I mean, we don't we don't do it like that in Florida. So usually when you in the studio with the artist, then that's the artist you with. You feel me? But I don't knock the placement shit. I wish I would have been in that type of shit to be real. For sure. So I'm gonna get into this question. So we went ahead and posted the clip today. You know the famous clip we were talking about, should you make beats every day? You said niggas don't make beats every day. So just elaborate that more for the people who just getting on to that clip or didn't watch the first interview. The beat the beats every day thing was me just saying, bro, this is how you make your beats better. You know what I'm saying? It's cool when you starting off, make beats every day for sure. Like get better at what you're doing. But once you feel like you don't reach a certain level, in order for you to get to the next level, you got to pull back and learn new things. Okay. I see what you were saying now. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I be feeling like that too, though. Like because, always. But they thought it like, oh, you, you, when I said don't make beats every day, they thinking like, don't make beats and go to the club and like that type of shit, like, or go do something that, that ain't got nothing to do with music. But really I'm saying no, stop making beats, learn some shit else and then come back to it. All right, so boom, let me ask you this, like, just on like a real shit, like, how do you, how do, how, what's like a healthy way a producer should deal with burnout? And I think I seen a producer page post this shit the other day. But like the problem, because the biggest thing with producers is we got to stay consistent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like if you in the field, making beats every day, you're doing all this, you're going to burn out eventually. But yeah. you got to stay consistent. So how the fuck, like how you balance that? That's how, that's how I balance it. That's what I'm saying. I just said it. Like, yeah. I mean, so you ain't got no love life. You ain't got no girl. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, like, so nigga, we got we got kids watching. No, but listen, you a girl, right? Mm -hmm. If you had a guy that was in the studio every day, he never made time for you, and you know that he um he been going hard, like he do it every day. He can't give you one two days with you, like you you don't see no issue with that. I'm like, it's odd to me. It kind of make a person seem like. Like, what are you really doing this shit for? Like, for real? Because if you doing it every day and you <clears throat> never take a break and you you making progress, at some point, that's when the burnout come. You feel me? Yeah. I mean, and you ain't going to have no girl. I wouldn't say that. I you say ain't going to have no I family. On person. You ain't going to have no friends. You ain't going to have nothing. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. might even not have nowhere to stay. Cause how you gonna find somewhere to stay if you always making beats? How you gonna have anything going? You feel me? It's a lot of people that make beats that stay with their mama and got money. It take time. You gotta look for it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Somebody don't just give it to you, bro. You gotta go look for certain shit. So you might not make a beat that day. <clears throat> so fucking what? Like you didn't make a beat that day. You had to go look for your apartment. <laughs> for real, like. Now, this is real life shit. Like, so we gonna try to ignore this shit. I, that's what I'm saying. Niggas be saying shit. Niggas be saying shit like, bro, like it sound cool because we all in this producer world. But honestly, like, it's it's really unrealistic. It's, it's not realistic, bro. For real, for real. Like, if you want your beats to be better, go hard, take breaks. Go hard, take breaks. Go hard, take breaks. You know what I'm saying? That's it. I think it depends on the person. You can make beats every day and still have a girlfriend. Your girlfriend just got to be understanding, you know? But I also don't feel like it's healthy necessarily to make beats every day. I ain't gonna lie, they count. <laughs> That's not tough. They count. If you, gotta, count. If if you, you got, got a girl and you working every day, she on your head. She ain't staying. That's what I'm saying. That's why I asked her. I asked her if somebody did that to you. It's some girls that don't do nothing and they can just sit in the studio with you all day. You make beats, right? Because when you said you were executive producer, right? You do beats. Well, you told me that before the cameras came up. She told me she don't make beats. She not a producer, but she make beats. But if you had a dude, you do this. Like, you're around this. If you had a guy that do this, you would have an issue with that. And you do it. You every, would, day, every day, yeah. If it was like 24-7. Like, damn, we, we, you, just had a, you, just, you just had a hit song. Or let, let, not even a hit. Let's just say, yo, you had got a new future placement. 
can we go out to eat tonight? I mean, celebrate. Do you have to make a beat tonight? I mean, you know like, what I'm saying? <laughs> you can make the beat in the morning and we go out uh, tonight. Like, you know what I'm like, I think it's different. Yeah, if you, you like a producer with a hit record, you already got motion. Of course, you know what I'm saying? Your girl going to understand. But if we talking about a producer who haven't got that hit or motion yet. If you ain't got that motion yet, just know <laughs> I'm saying this to the camera. I'm saying uh, to the young one. You ain't going to have no girl. You ain't going to have nowhere to live. Uh, you, ain't gonna have, you might have a car if your mama didn't long, give it to man. you. No, nah, this real shit. If you, you might have a car if somebody give it to you. You ain't going to have nothing. So I just want to let you know, until you realize you got something, you're going to have to, when you really get something and you want to get to the next level after you get something, you got to take breaks, bro. And if you don't take breaks and you going hard, just know you ain't going to have nothing. You ain't gonna have nothing. This, you ain't gonna have no phone. Your phone gonna be old because you ain't gonna take the time to go get a new phone. You can't even go to the store. Cause he making beats. How day. you eat? You Uber eats everything. Like, come on, bro. What type of life? Like, at some point, I'm like, yo, I gotta be like, yo, I'm doing. It. I'm making progress. I done did a little something, something. Let me go do something else right quick and come back to this shit. What if you just like set aside like an hour? You know, like if you do it every day, but like you're not always doing it for long periods of time, like maybe you just do it in the morning one day. See, I see. I was going to say, listen, I can't speak for y'all. Beats and music is my life. Like I told you in the last podcast, the beats make itself. I don't have to sit there and be like, yo, I got to put out an hour for this shit and all that shit. If you do do that, I mean, that's cool. But I listen to music all day. I learn about music all day. I'm thinking about music all day. Even when I, that's why I said, I get my best ideas when I step away. You did overrated, underrated last time with whatever, right? I think so, maybe. All right, so we give you a topic. You tell us it's overrated, underrated, and you give you a reason why. So the first one is high hats. Oh, shit. Listen, <laughs> bro. Hey, man, you funny. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, man. F high hats. Why? It's old. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we got a sweet... Listen, bro. If you think about it, I'm going to give y'all a vision right now. Y'all vision is a song from what? Let's go back like 10 years. I'm older, so I could I could do this, right? Let's go back like 10 years. What was 10 years ago? 2012. 2012. 2012. In 2012, did you hear this? <laughs> It was starting. It was the same thing. In 2022, you still hear this? So how many times we going to do that? I'm like, bro, listen, in 70s music, it don't sound like 80s music. 60s music don't sound like 80s music. For some reason in hip hop, this little, it just go on years and years and years. It's like, God damn, like, we going on 20 years. We still doing that. So how you approach your hot hit? I feel like you could switch it up. So instead of um just letting it go like that and doing a little crazy, making the beat about the hi hat, put it more subtle every now and then, or even replacing the hi hat with other sounds. You know what I'm saying? Or work the drum set. Like me, I work the drum set. So I don't even use a hi hat like the t t t t t t t. I work it like I'm drumming my shit, even on a, a, a trap beat. I'm drumming my shit like a drummer. You feel me? So the drummer, he can't do that with with one hand and do all this shit. So sometimes his hand might come off of the the cymbals and hit the drum. So you can you can do it, but in the pocket. Instead of making it that robotic tick 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 and then make it sound like repetitive anyways. You know what I'm saying? I just don't fuck with it. It's overrated and I'm glad I'm on here saying this. Y'all need to switch it up, bro. Like for real. Like even the big producers, y'all know y'all be watching this shit. Set example, man. Stop using that shit. Even Drake got songs with no hi-hats at all. Like he don't even have none. You know what I'm saying? So why is it that we, when it comes to like rappers that's doing like these street records, they have to have that. I don't know how y'all feel. I want to hear her answer because I don't. Yeah. I ain't hear her that's talk that much. That's one of my specialties. I love me a hi hat. <laughs> I love me a good hi hat. What you feel about what I said though? Do you feel like is it being overused or 
I wouldn't say it's underused. Being, I wouldn't say it's being overused. I just feel like it's how you use it. Like we just made a beat the other day, and like I didn't use the typical sound that people use for hi hat. So right. it, it made the beat sound different. But that's what I was saying. Replacing the hi hat sound with a different instrument could change it a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's just that whole hi hat. That whole like the basic the the one that everybody use. I mean, how you feel, bro? Because you make beats too, right? Yeah. We know you make beats. So, if mm-hmm. you, when you hear it, because I listen to music, bro. I'm listening to it. You make beats, right? When you hear that tick sound, do you feel like the beat, you can predict, like, how the drum's going to hit? It really just depends. Like, I, feel, I see where you're going with the conversation, but I feel like it's, it should be more broad than just hi-hats. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? Just how some beats be very, like, repetitive and stuff. That's you know what I'm what saying? saying? Like, But at the same time... You can't always blame it on the hi-hats. Oh, no. It's a, I it's say a that. Lot, it's a lot to go into a beat. It's just a lot of niggas put a lot of weight on the hi-hat and the 808. It's all subjective, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like, another nigga might be like, he tripping. He, this nigga fuck is he talking about? And one thing I realized is, like, mainstream music is more than just mainstream music. I show you my bro playlist right here. Yeah, yo, ass making beats every day, man. Real shit. I'm telling you, like <laughs> mainstream music is like not the only type of music. I think I seen somebody make a post, and it was a regular person. It was on Shade Room, and academics posted. It was like, man, I'm getting tired of the same Future, Thug, Gunna, Baby, and shit. And it's like, bro, that's just mainstream. You got whole nigga, what? You got yeah. whole other artists out here that make good music. I used to think. I remember a year ago, I'm on the podcast, and I'm like, man, I'm getting tired of. Same shit, but there's more shit out there. You just got to find it. And, you know, some of them artists ain't big yet. Some is big, or you just not in that fan base and that type of vibe. But it is good music. But that, that's another thing with producing. Like, okay, you on Young Thug shit, but can you get on Adele album? Can you do a beat for her without it sounding like you don't know how to transition from hip-hop to how she doing it or how to mix it together? You see what I'm saying? So it's a different level of producing anyways, when you talking about all the things that go into making a good beat. All right, so overrated, underrated. It's the loud one, YouTube beats. I don't fuck with them. <laughs> hey, man, look bro, listen, I don't, bro. Like, Damn, what do you fuck with? Hey, this nigga, bro. I, I ain't gonna lie. Bro, listen. Hey. I'm live right now. Yeah. Listen, YouTube beats are straight. It's just the ones that get the most views I don't like. They, they be too, they sound the same. Like, just like how I told you, when you're when you're a producer that like when you putting up beats every day, let's say you got a producer uh, a page on YouTube, you drop beats like every other day. It's like a thousand beats on your shit. Why is it that you only doing hip hop? There's a lot of marketing stuff that go into it too. Like I know a yeah. lot of people who sell beats on YouTube. They say your channel wants to stick with like two artists and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? The keywords and titles. So there's a lot of plays that go into it. Most of the time, nigga might. Like, I know on um, well, Ant Chamberlain channel, his channel for just the time was just Rod Wave beats. I don't know, is it still like that now? But there's a reason for that. When, yeah. you, when you focus in on, like, two to three artists, Again, you get more that, traction. And that's what I was going to say. That ain't my world. I don't even... Like, so, see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I would, I don't fuck with it because I don't do it. Like I said, you said it's objective. I don't... I wouldn't produce like that on YouTube. I just, I just wouldn't do it because I feel like I'll be selling myself short. I don't give a fuck what traction coming. I want to produce for everybody. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I can't do it. I can't be on YouTube. Like, I mean, you could be on YouTube and still make your own beats. Like, yeah, Rod Wave's biggest hits came from YouTube beats. And those producers that made those beats on YouTube, they do beats outside of YouTube, too. They get in placements outside of YouTube. She, she my antagonist right here. This is why I keep telling you. She my antagonist. So. <laughs> So listen, I'm trying to tell you, I don't, uh, I don't fuck with it because I don't do it. If you do it and you do it well, that's cool. I'm a rapper too. I started off rapping. As me as a rapper, it don't give me a lot of range, and I'm just keeping it real. Maybe Rod Wave, he fuck with that pocket, but if if you want to be clear, if you are an artist that just exploring your sound, it, it's it, it really like. It's hard to get a different sound out of, of the YouTube producers, man. Like that's that's what they lack. Now, like you said, it is the other side of it. Like 
you know, that's where they get their money off of. So they're going to continue to rock it like that. And some artists like to stay in one pocket. One pocket. So that's cool. But if you want to be a producer or artist, I'm going to speak for both of y'all. If you are artists that want to like a wide variety of range, you need to get with a producer and create your sound. Hey, listen, from the bottom of my heart, <laughs> from the bottom of my heart, this was the last one, the overrated, underrated. Yeah. I want to believe everything you're saying, my name. But I was going to say overrated, underrated, pick a sausage, but I ain't know what it was. So I'm looking up a picture, bro. There's no way in hell these shit's fire, my butt. What's that? It, it said pickle sausage. That's not, what is that? I mean, that's what I looked up. It's a, it's a pickle, it's a jar of pickle sausage. No, what you, where you get that from? Though? So you had posted a pic saying pickle sausage is fire, so we put it on overrated, underrated. Nah, you know, I, mean, Saint I, 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 I fuck with hot sausage pickle leg. I'm from Florida. What? A what? A hot sausage pickle leg. What is that? That's probably what it was. Nigga. Yeah, you got the show. wrong picture. I'm straight the real picture. All right, for sure, for sure. Okay, okay. I was getting <laughs> ready to watch it. I was like, oh, nah. <laughs> hot sausage <laughs> pickle leg, man. <laughs> you ain't never ate a pickle leg before? What is that? It's a boiled egg, and it's like, um... It's like soap. First said, "What is that?" <laughs> no, it's it's a boiled egg, and it's soaked in pickle juice. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They call it um pickle egg. I only think I ain't a big fan of pickles. I eat pickle onions. This this some Florida shit. Like I like pickles, but I'm still not eating no pickled egg. I'm like, you got the wrong picture. <laughs> he said, "What is that?" This nigga ain't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> yeah, this that South Florida shit, that Miami shit, man. I ain't had Florida food. It look like this. Mm mm. That's a hot sausage. Yeah, I'm not eating and that. Then, that's <laughs> I'm a pickle egg. I ain't, I'm not eating that. Yeah, I can see you eating a pickle egg. Pickle egg is fine, You don't eat raw egg? Yeah, I eat raw egg. You eat egg, right? Yeah, but so, not, not no pickle egg. Oh, no, it's the same thing. It's mm. just outside pickle juice and then the inside the same. Mm-mm. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You tripping, What's man? What's some other shit in Florida? Like, what's some, like, what's the food like in Florida? Man, Florida fight, uh, you If sleep. I go to Florida, what should I ask? Like, what's what's the known dish in Florida that fight? You got a trick daddy, got a restaurant down there, right by the stadium. I've never been there. You eat alligator down there. You eat alligator? No, I don't conch. eat alligator. They, they, eat they sell that, but what's I don't conch? eat food. That's <laughs> conch. Oh, conch. Conch is, uh, that's like a shellfish. They eat a lot of that. That's like some island shit, you know what I'm saying? Conch mm-hmm. fritters and shit. You ain't never ate a conch fritter? I, I'm, I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fish, but it's like, a, they like, it's like a get the, they take the shit out of the shell and then you, they fry it and you eat it. It's like a, um oyster almost. I eat oysters though, yeah. It's like, kind of like that because you scrape it out. I'm open to eating shit like that. Like, I'll eat some shit. Nah, comfort is fried. good. It's good. Comfort is, yeah, that's some island shit. You know, you got Haitian food. You know, my baby mama Haitian, so... She she fucked with a lot of that. I mean, you got finger licking. I took Dylan to finger licking when he came down there. So I mean, and then you got Overrated. South Beach. You you been in Miami? Once. Where Once? you where you went at? You ain't go nowhere? Nah, that's when I did the Timberland interview. That's the only time I've been. Oh, yeah, he, he was do in stay, and out. He stayed down there. Yeah. Where um where you at ate at? We went to some steakhouse, but I got some story about that. You know what I'm talking about? The, um, you went nice. to Brick. You no. where you went to Brickle? I don't know a steakhouse. Then I took it to some steakhouse. It's in downtown. It was five, but I couldn't really eat like that that day. If you just want some hood shit, you know what I'm saying? You got to go across the track. They got, I mean, across the bridge. I said across the track, across the bridge, away from South Beach. Like they got some fast shit. So man, well that's a wrap for the interview. Y'all yeah, listen, man. man. Everybody, y'all put your opinions on the comments on this one. Listen. I need y'all to go get my ebook when it come out. Facts. I'm trying to teach y'all boys how to get money different ways. You know what I'm saying? Even if you didn't agree with a lot of shit I say, because we produce different, we all want money. You know what I'm saying? We all need money. So why not? It don't matter if you got money already, you might need more money. So caught the ebook, man. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be all type of shit on there. Some of the shit we talked about, I ain't get to say everything, but just I'm just trying to help the people, bro. I ain't I like to fuck with the little niggas. I don't, you know what I'm saying? All the people that's famous and shit, 
it really is for you too. If you ain't got a publishing deal, you ain't signed it, but it's really for the people that's coming into the um the game and getting their first placements, not knowing that you don't really have to sign anything. So that's why I'm trying to get to the people. Cause I come from the hood. I'm trying to represent that. That's what it is. Cold as ice. <laughs> But there you go, man. That's another episode of the podcast. Y'all make sure y'all go check out the singles too that he got. Yeah, man. Go get that. KTV. Boy, he got 500,000 monthly listeners on Spotify. I'm pretty they, good numbers. They, 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 K, they KTB, Kodak Black. We just released what that was last month. So y'all go stream that too, man. I right, so that's a wrap. We'll see y'all in the next episode. Yo.